So a couple years back, we made a YouTube video covering some of the most popular tax breaks available for college students and their parents. Well, I thought it was about time that we dust that bad boy off and update you on the latest and the greatest when it comes to tax deductions for college students. Let's see what's still relevant and the benefits that you might be able to take advantage of this tax season. Hey Wealth Builders, I'm Meshach. And I'm Akiva. And welcome back to another episode of The Bemused. On this podcast, we talk about all things personal finance for young adults just like you and us. So if you're into that kind of stuff, go on ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And if you're enjoying the content, share it with a friend. Don't keep it to yourself. Now, let's get into the episode. So the tax breaks I'm going to cover are the American Opportunity Tax Credit, the Lifetime Learning Credit, the Student Loan Interest Deduction, the Tuition and Fees Deduction, and maybe some other stuff. Who knows? First up, the American Opportunity Tax Credit, which just like I said in that last video, I will hereafter refer to as the AOTC because that is way too many syllables. So to review, the AOTC is a tax benefit related to money that has been paid for college expenses. As it states in the name, this is a tax credit, which means that it directly reduces the tax that you owe dollar for dollar. On top of that, 40% of the credit may be refundable. So for example, this means that if your tax owed before the credit was $1,000, let's say, and your AOTC amount is $2,000, you could be refunded up to $800, which is 40% of $2,000. So how much is the credit? The maximum credit allowed is $2,500 per student. This represents the sum of 100% of the first $2,000 of qualified education expenses, plus 25% of the next $2,000 of qualified education expenses. So essentially you'd have to pay out of pocket or would have needed to take out in student loans at least $4,000 to claim the full amount of the credit. So what are qualified education expenses for this credit? It means basically tuition and fees and books. It does not include room and board, health insurance, or anything like that. You must also have been enrolled in school at least half time in a degree seeking program to be able to claim the credit. The law also requires that your school give you a form 1098T, which your school should have given you by January 31st, assuming they're following the rules. And we actually made a whole video explaining the 1098T, so I'll make sure to link it in the description box below and also pin it up here for the YouTube viewers. So who can claim the American Opportunity Tax Credit? Generally, it's whoever's claiming you as a dependent on their tax return. So more often than not, if you're a typical undergraduate student, that means your parents. Now, what are some exceptions to keep in mind? Firstly, this credit can be claimed for a maximum of only four years. So if you've been in school longer than four consecutive years and you or your parents have taken this credit for each of those four years, you can no longer take the credit. Also, there are income limitations. So if you or your parent, whoever's claiming the credit, make more than $180,000 of income if married filing jointly or more than $90,000 if single, you cannot claim the credit. You also can't claim the AOTC if your tax filing status is married filing separately. It's really important to keep in mind. Unfortunately, you also cannot claim the credit if you're a non-resident alien or if the student has been convicted of a felony drug conviction in the past. You really wanna be careful when claiming the AOTC. Make sure you're qualified before claiming the credit and make sure you keep copies of all the documents you use to find out if you qualify 
and determine the amount of your credit. Because if the IRS audits your return and finds that your AOTC claim is incorrect and you don't have the documents to show that you qualified, you have to, first of all, pay back the amount of the AOTC you received with interest. And the IRS may also charge you an accuracy or a fraud penalty. Or you could even be banned from claiming the AOTC in the future for two up to even 10 years. Now let's move on to the lifetime learning credit. The lifetime learning credit is another tax benefit that's related to money that's been paid for college expenses. And again, this is a tax credit, which means it directly reduces the tax that you owe dollar for dollar. However, there are some differences. Unlike the AOTC, this credit is not refundable, so it cannot trigger a refund. So how much is the credit? Also, unlike the AOTC, the maximum credit allowed here is $2,000 per return. So not per student, but per return this time. And this represents 20% of qualified education expenses up to $10,000. So you need to have $10,000 of qualified education expenses paid in order to get the full $2,000. So what are qualified education expenses? Just like the AOTC, it's just tuition and fees and books. So again, no room and board, no health insurance, etc. But unlike the AOTC, you don't have to be in a degree-seeking program in order to claim the credit. You can claim the lifetime learning credit your whole life for courses that you take to acquire or improve job skills, even if it doesn't lead to a degree. And again, you must have received your Form 1098-T from your school, which they give you by January 31st. Now, who can claim this credit? Like before, whoever's claiming you as a dependent on their tax return is the one taking the credit. Unlike the AOTC though, the lifetime learning credit can be claimed, as I mentioned, for an unlimited number of years. So this makes it great for people who are maybe going back to school or maybe looking into getting an advanced degree. Also, unlike the AOTC, the income limits on this credit are a little bit different. They're actually lower. For 2021, the limit is 138,000 for married filing jointly and 69,000 for single filers. And this limit is adjusted every year for inflation. And again, you cannot take this credit if you are filing married filing separately. A very important thing to remember is that you can claim either the AOTC or the lifetime learning credit in a given year, but not both. No double dipping allowed. Next up, the student loan interest deduction. The student loan interest deduction is a tax benefit related to student loan interest that's been paid. So unlike the two tax credits that we just discussed earlier, this benefit is a deduction, which means it reduces the amount of your income that is subject to tax. It's not a dollar for dollar reduction like a credit. So how much is the deduction? It's the actual amount of interest that you paid within the year, subject to a cap of $2,500. Your student loan servicer will issue you a Form 1098-E, which is different from the 1098-T that we discussed earlier, showing you how much interest you paid throughout the year. Now with student loan forbearance that many of us have been in for the past two years, some people haven't made any payments that would qualify them for the student loan interest deduction. However, even if this forbearance continues on, if you have outstanding student loan interest and you can afford to make a payment to reap the benefit of the student loan interest deduction, and it's something that might be beneficial for you, then that's something you definitely might want to consider. So who can claim the student loan interest deduction? The short answer, whoever took out the loan. For example, when I was in college, my dad took out a Parent PLUS loan for me when I was an undergrad. So even though we've since paid that loan off, my dad was the one getting the potential benefit of the student loan interest deduction on his tax return because the loan was in his name. 
The student loan interest deduction can be claimed for an unlimited amount of years, and the 2021 income limits are $170,000 for married filing jointly and $85,000 for the single people. For 2022, those numbers will be $175,000 and $85,000 respectively. And similar to the credits we talked about, you can't take the student loan interest deduction if you are married filing separately. This deduction can be taken in conjunction with either the AOTC or the lifetime learning credit. Now last up, the tuition and fees deduction. And this part will be super short because, well, it no longer exists. That's right, after much back and forth, this deduction has been repealed for the tax years after 2020. Instead, the government increased the income limits on the lifetime learning credit to help filers who previously took the tuition and fees deduction to help them qualify for the lifetime learning credit instead. Now, for more information on tax benefits for education, be sure to check out the IRS publication 970, and I'll make sure to link to the current year's version in the description box. And I'd also love to invite you to watch our free training on the three myths that can destroy your finances and what to do instead. The link will be down in the description box below. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate the podcast, leave a review, and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for listening.